Friday Music Show on 1233 ABC Newcastle. Carol Duncan with you this afternoon. It is 8 past 2, Mark Tenson. I suspect that has probably cleared a fair bit of wax out this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. You never know uh, quite what you're going to get you at five minutes past two on a Friday. And, and sadly, that, that was just to acknowledge the passing of one of our fallen brothers, uh, John Bailey from the Witch Doctors and, and later the Midnight Howlers. So that was the Witch Doctors and... Uh, that was Mac playing drums. That was Mac, was it? Yeah. And I said to Mac, it is sad that we've lost John. Even Johnny Winter went out in sympathy with him. So Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. yeah. And gee, you can be a nice bloke sometimes, Tina. <laughs> you <laughs> can, you know. Ferocious slide player, John Bailey, and uh, became quite a great, great blues singer as well. Through through no fault of his own, he he, he was the only guy left that that actually go. Oh, well, I can sing. So, what makes a ferocious slide player? I, I just think the attitude, the the sound. There's just something about his slide playing that was just streets ahead of just about everybody else. So, uh, I got to record the Midnight Howlers album with him. It was a lot of fun. I bet it was. So very sad to see him go. Indeed, <sighs> a bit of it going on though, isn't there? Yeah, sadly. Mm. But thankfully, we've got a couple of live guests today, right next to me, Morgan Evans, G'day. representing G'day. the younger generation, <laughs> and further along, Alan Caswell. Representing the senior citizens. <laughs> I well, was, I was, I was wondering how he was going to get to you, Alan. <laughs> he, he beat me to it. I was going to say the godfather of, of Australian songwriters, Alan Caswell. The godfather. Mm. How do you see yourself, Alan, in, in your... Your position in Australian music industry and music Australian music history. Um, yeah, it's it's weird actually because uh, um, I think last year was my most successful year ever in my career at sixty one, and I'm regularly writing with people over you know like thirty years younger than me, and I've had I think I had three weeks in the last two years where I haven't had at least one song in the chart, so it's been you know <laughs> uh, so I've. And the advantage of having a seniors card is I can get from the Blue Mountains into town. Um, At sixty one, yes, you can. You've just made it to seniors card. <laughs> go you, go you. <laughs> so it's, it works really well. Um, but uh, look, the, the key to it for me, as long as I keep writing. I mean, my hero was Irving Berlin. He was still writing at one hundred and two, and I'm going to need to um, write till then to pay off my legal. For the case against Sony. So. so we'll talk about that a little bit later on. In front of my head at the moment. Yes, I bet it is. We still have obviously this angst between uh, artists, musicians, and record companies. Well, it's a publishing company on. in my case, but yeah, the same thing. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so 61. Joe Camilleri's on the show next no, actually Friday. No, 62. Sorry, 62? 61 when I started to have my sudden second career burst. You know? <laughs> Joe declares himself at 66 on the show, Joe Camilleri, next yeah. week. And yeah. I'll tell you, the new album that he's just released from the Black Sorrows is fantastic. That's what he does. He makes fantastic music. This is yeah. album number 45, and I think he's messing about with 46 and 47 at the same time. Morgan <sighs> Evans looks like he's going to faint. Wow. <laughs> How many albums have you done now, Morgan? I've done all of about one. One. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of catching up to do. Well, you know, you've got to start, though, haven't you? That, you do. That one little step, great, great, one big step for mankind after that. And you right? need yeah. a challenge. You need to be a full-time songwriter and get divorced three times, you know, just yeah. so that you've got something to achieve. Well, you've know? got something to write about as yeah. well. That, that seems like a fairly standard story that comes up in interviews as well. Morgan, so at 60-something, what are you going to be doing? Well... Russell Morris is 67. Look, if I'm still travelling around singing and playing this guitar, and I'll be a pretty happy guy. Yeah. 
I don't yeah. think it's much more complex than that, is it? No, and that's no, really exactly. Isn't. Why do you think I'm still doing it? The, the, <laughs> the tour is my wife Marion and I and the two dogs in a Winnebago, and we just travel around the country. And instead of doing the grey nomad thing, we um, I get paid every night to go out and play. Perfect. So it's a perfect life. <laughs> Getting paid to be a grey nomad. No, yeah, exactly. That's and, and and the uh, record sales on the road pay for the diesel. So it's like you know, it's a perfect life. Why didn't I pay more attention to my music teachers? <laughs> Well, if you had, you uh, wouldn't. It, it, it wouldn't have done you any good. I didn't. I, um, I, I discovered music by listening to it. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I've, I've got to say, my music teacher at high school didn't actually uh, impress any love of music on us at all. No. Yeah. No, that's very true. I think it was for us in high school. It was the lunchtime bands that used yep. to come in every now and then. You know. Well, we, I used to write. Um, you know, vicious send-ups of all the teachers and stuff, and we'd sing them. We had a group that used to sing outside the staff room. <laughs> How many detentions did that school you, Alan? I don't know, but I was the oldest person at South Sydney High School to get caned. <laughs> oh, Woo! no! Hey, yeah. They were the days, weren't they, wow. when you could <laughs> cane those little guys, eh? You've done wrong here. Stick out your hand, whack. Don't oh, do it again. I can remember the sound of that. Oh, dear. Mm, that sort of thing. Nasty. Yeah. Okay, well, what, do you want to play us a song? What are you guys? See, we grew up in mean with... times, Morgan. I feel, mean. I, I feel totally left out. I mean, my music teacher at school was great. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And I never got caned. We so. had the radiators play a lunchtime concert at our school when they were still called Big Swifty. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, that's well, we, had, we had Hush playing at the school <gasps> you dance. You had Hush? Yeah. Oh. At the school dance. Yeah. We had <laughs> Air Supply. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, there's a lovely story about Air Supply's uh, monitor operator yes. who was sacked for falling asleep on the gig. Okay. And you can't really go, guys, you can't blame him. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You know, they took offence to it. Oh. And I think we probably also, talking about Air Supply, um, they were signed to CBS Records by Peter Dawkins, mm. uh, who's oh. a legendary producer in Australia, and he passed away this month too. So it's a very, very sad time. For, I think we'll see a lot more of it, Alan. Thank heavens, yeah, we're, yeah, I we're just healthy. Join can, them if you don't mind. <laughs> can you, you guys just not? That'd be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah? no, I've got, got too much to, to do, you know. So yeah. They're right with Morgan and stuff, you know. So. Yeah. Got to get this young pup a career, haven't we? Yeah. Getting up and started. Yeah, well, uh, album one. Thanks, <laughs> let's thanks, let's hear something from Mr. Evans, I reckon. Yeah, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, on, go for it. Well, you've been messing about. I'm still working my way through all the photographs from your trip. To Nashville. Oh, really? Playing at the Grand Ole Opry. I think I posted quite a few. And, and <laughs> I was yeah, you did. Excited about it. Yeah, and the, the 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 cool private gig that you did in Sydney. Which one was that? Oh, we'll come to that. Uh, I lose the, track. I lose track of. The harbour is the backdrop. It was just like what? This is oh, work, isn't it? Yeah, that was a. I'll, we can talk about. That okay. <laughs> All right. What are you going to play? This is the current single. This is a song that's um, it's just been started a. To get added to some mainstream playlists, which has never happened to any of my songs before, which I'm very excited about. It's a song called Like a Tornado. Excellent. The clouds are brewing overhead. I felt the lightning in my veins. Hung off every word you said As you washed over me like rain And we were hot as an Indian summer Cool 
as an autumn breeze, a perfect storm when we're together. Electricity. And you blew like a tornado through this house, cleaned my heart right out, tore me down, spun me around. I'm standing in the wreckage, no warning, no sign. You've shook this heart of mine. It's broken, wide open, right here where you left it. Just hoping you come back around like a tornado through this house. And for a moment we were flying. Every kiss it burned like fire. We were wild and we were blinded Guided only by desire It was too late to run for cover Couldn't stop it if I tried This love's like a hot loose wire Electrified You blew like a tornado through this house Cleaned my heart right out Tore me down, spun me around I'm standing in the wreckage No warning, no sign You shook this heart of mine It's broken, wide open Right here where you left it Just hoping you come back around Like a tornado through this house With a devastating Like a tornado through this house Tore me down, spun me around I'm standing in the wreckage With no warning and no sign You shook this heart of mine It's broken, wide open Right here where you left it Just hoping you come back around Still hoping you come back like a tornado through this house Like a tornado through this house Morgan Evans on the Friday <laughs> Music you. Show here at 12.33 ABC great. Newcastle Mark Tinson joining me Alan Caswell, our special guest as well Here in the studio this week Smoking Thanks, Carol. You've just been down to Melbourne and stuff as well, haven't you? Yeah, I feel like over the last four months we've been everywhere, man. I think you might have been. Are you on tour? Yeah. It's one of those things where people ask me if we're on a tour and it's just like not really a tour, it's just never-ending touring. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I mean, we'll be flat out for the rest of the year and and the first part of next year as well, just around Australia and um, playing as many places as we can. But more importantly tonight... Most importantly tonight, yeah, we're doing the hometown show, which is always exciting, and um, we're out there at West in New Lambton, so it's going to be going to be cool. We've got Ash yeah. Dallas along to open the show tonight, who I'm a big fan of hers as well, and it'll be a good way to uh, have a good hit out with the band in front and, of the and home And you've crowd. got a rattling good band at the moment too, haven't you? you well, I mean, obviously <laughs> I'm biased, but I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I've, 
I, you know, the guys I play with every weekend are just uh, the best, I think. And um, I've got Dane Baldwin on drums, Mark Hoppy on guitar. Great guitar player. Yeah, Mark Hoppy is amazing. And um, Jared Gibson and Tom Evans, my brother, share the bass playing. And uh, Nick Woodford on the keys and acoustics. So there's plenty of guys up there that can, you yeah. know, I can stop playing and it sounds great. So that's a good rolling start. Yeah. They've <laughs> been saying that about me for years. You can stop playing, it would sound better. Boom, boom. We were just talking before we got to the show, Alan and I, and uh, talking about uh, back in olden days and, and the sort of things that we grew up enjoying. And of course, um, Alan's written songs about that and I'm just thinking you've got a long way to go haven't you really you, there's so much stuff to happen to you you, ha- you haven't had things like conscription happen to you no uh, you haven't been caned as a kid at school although no. g- give him time he's, yeah. he'll probably bring it back in yeah um, yeah. yeah. he being oh sorry the, who, um, who should not, not be named yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people are sick I'm of me I'm not going to him. bring in caning or conscription <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a guy in sort of up the top yeah. there that might be mm. considering it as we yes. speak. Yeah. <clears throat> he might have said that he's not going to. Yeah. <laughs> no, just don't worry your pretty um, little head with don't, that don't, one. Don't, don't, don't you worry about don't that. Don't you worry your pretty yeah. little head. What else has Morgan missed out on? Um, it's hard for me to answer. Well, you know, <laughs> going, seeing, seeing Woodstock at the driving. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm actually, I actually think I might play the song. I've... Uh, I've, I've I'm working on a protest album at the moment against Sony, but uh, it's a fundraiser to fund the appeal in my court case. Um, and so I started recording it, and this was one of the songs that, um, that, that, that I've just written. I mean, it's brand new to the extent that it hasn't left my laptop. Into- How much of a protest song is it, Alan? Oh, it's not a protest song, this one. It's, it's more um, a song about, about what Mark was talking about, about you know, what it was like being 19 and, like... 1970, because it was a fairly, um, fairly interesting time. Given that I'd already been called up for the army, um, I didn't actually get in because Goff um, was elected while I was still. Yeah. I still had it deferred while I was at Tech, um, and it was the Woodstock movie. It was all that stuff. I mean, when I was, I grew up in in England, and and in 1963, I used to cycle to school in Wimbledon. Past the Wimbledon Palais, and one week they'd have the Rolling Stones, the next week they'd have the local garage band, the Yardbirds, and stuff. You know, it's that thing. What um, I may Shocking. be old, but I got to see some good bands. You know, mm. that was, a, you know, that's where that line comes from. You know, it's um, and uh, it's it's just it's just interesting um, to to look back on stuff like that. I mean, I don't think my life was any more interesting than anyone else's, but uh, I've managed to make a career out of it. So you know, mm. just writing about it and. You know, I don't think anyone's life's interesting enough to base a whole songwriting career on, but you, you, there's lots of stuff you can use, you know, and I do. It was interesting, as we'll go to air next Friday, the conversation, long conversation that I had with Joe Camilleri, who I, I start the interview by saying to him, you know, where would the Australian music industry be? As you know, we've discussed hundred times without the 10 pound poms oh, exactly. who came into Western Australia and, and South Australia in particular. Uh, and, and Joe said, well, you know, I was a, a five pound, not a pom mm. uh, coming from war torn Malta. But again, listening to uh, your generation, that generation of Australian musicians talking about who was playing, what was on the radio is just 
the coolest thing. It is so much fun. Well, I came out by ship from England and we pulled into Adelaide and the Twilights got on because they'd won Battle of the Band and they were heading back to to England. That Mm. was their prize. And I still, uh, whenever I run into Glenn Shorrock, I still point out to him that I was a fan of his when I was at school. <laughs> hey, I'll bet he loves it. He loves it. Yeah. Oh, he thanks you for that. I'm sure. Yeah. But that—that's an example that Joe mentions. That if you won the Battle of the Bands, uh, you kind of didn't really win anything because you had to work your passage yeah, there across, yeah. and you had to work your passage back. Yeah. Mm. You'd do it though, wouldn't thanks. you? Yeah. Do yeah, it but, in a second. but so so how's it changed? You'll win a big competition and come out of it with nothing. You, you right? just get there faster now, don't you? Yeah, you well, hopefully I'll have the same conversation with someone in you know, yeah. 30 or 40 years. Yeah, we'll save them for you. Yeah. Uh, but you'll be yeah. catching the plane instead it's of okay. the boat. I had a nice mm. lunch. My cynicism levels are fairly low now. <laughs> what are you going to play, Alan? I'm going to play a, it's a song called When We Were Young and Stupid just because we were talking about it. It's just kind of a little sort of thing about what it was like back then. Do you reckon you grow up or just grow old? Oh, no, immaturity keeps you young. That's why I'm a songwriter. (laughs) (laughs) When I think of how we tore up all those Frenches for Tavern Fridays Wonder just how some of us survived Or we'd sneak into the Burdekin Search of something stronger Trying to try the future on for size They had no breathalyzer then So we never thought about it As we crammed too many people in my bug There was Dennis, Ken and Cliff and I Trying to steal each other's girlfriends And every second week we fell in love We had our first real shot at freedom We were gonna use it When we were young and stupid We watched Woodstock at the drive-in With a speaker in each window Imagining that it was stereo It was Hendrix, Richie Havens The Who and Ten Years After And we all sang along with Country Joe We'd march along and sing our songs Of anger, peace and freedom How our generation didn't have a say Only Cliff went in And I scrambled my deferment Guess that's why I still thank golf today We had a first real shot of freedom And we were gonna use it When we were young and stupid When we were young and stupid We were gonna change the world I guess we just got older But I kept my immaturity intact I watched the same old politicians Make the same old bad decisions And I can't keep from smiling looking back 
People say I've changed But inside I don't feel it Though there's a stranger in my mirror every day The things I felt back then Are still the things that matter It's only that the years got in the way We had our first real shot of freedom And we were gonna use it When we were young and stupid We had our first real shot of freedom And we were gonna use it When we were young and stupid When we were young and stupid Alan Caswell Thank joining you. us in the studio here at 12.33. That was the world premiere of that song. Woo, world premiere. Yeah. That's what there we do go. here. That's what we do. That's pretty we do. It's, it's funny <laughs> you, you mentioned French's Tavern up the front of the song. Yeah. Because they didn't serve grog there. That's right. Yeah. Well, they did. It was a wine bar. Yeah. If you wanted uh, bourbon or scotch, you had to go down to the Burdekin, which yeah. is the next pub down the road. Yeah. And it's just the same at bus stop disco here. They didn't sell grog there, so everybody go over and have something to, at the pub and then cross over to the disco. Yeah. Uh, that was before your time, Carol. Yeah. Mm. And yours, Morgan Weller, too. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> It's good for Muck and I to discuss, discuss nostalgia and history and stuff, you know, because we know about it. Yeah, that's all right. Morg's thinking to himself, you know, what do you mean pubs once upon a time closed at <laughs> 10 o'clock? Now they just start at 10, don't they? Well, that's changing now, too. Maybe it's going back oh, to how good. it was. Yeah. Well, you'd, you'd, you're in a pretty good position now that you're doing your own shows. You'd be getting to uh, be home in bed by midnight most nights now. Uh, well, uh, definitely not my own bed. <laughs> but, um, Hang on, that's a bit uh, too much information. Uh, settle down, big boy. I mean, it's rare that we have a show in our own hometown. Yeah. Right. Like, like tonight. But, <clears throat> but you, you're playing concerts now too, so you're playing to people that have come to see you as well. Yeah, and it's a totally different feeling. It's yeah. a great feeling. And, um, and let's face it, those folks don't want to go out at 11 o'clock at night and wait for three hours before the band comes on at two, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. I mind you, I'm generally out there just chatting to people and <laughs> do it much, much yeah. later than the show. But w- Work in the yeah. room. Yeah, something it's like that. It's for the fans, isn't it? <laughs> I just do it for the fans. Yeah, and, and I do these gigs that are kind of like old school country music gigs and it's like they have... 250 people there, then they have the meat raffle and then everybody goes home. Yeah. And then you're down to about 50 people and every half hour the, the courtesy bus takes another 30 away. I get to a point where I'm threatening to set up on the, um, in the bus and just play the people on the way home. <laughs> you know, it's nearly, t- what's, what's nearly news time, isn't it? Winning the meat raffle. I'd love to win the meat raffle. <laughs> oh, look, I won the seafood raffle there at, uh, I won't say which pub it is, but it was a little while back and it was just awful. Just disgraceful. So there you go. That ain't what, it. winning it? No, no, the, the seafood thing was disgraceful. You don't want winning to win it, it was very cool. you're a musician anyway, because they glare at you all night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's going to take on the ABC News theme? We can a- either have the short theme or the full fanfare. Come on, on sing fancy. us the theme, man. I don't think I could, actually. No, it's got too many chords, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Acapella is good. If God meant us to use more than three chords, he wouldn't have invented the capo. That's right. (laughs) 
Oh, dear. Oh, it's a good thing Dennis Malone's here with the latest news headlines anyway. Hello, Dan. Hi, I'm right down the end of the table. <laughs> well, that's, that's the head of the table. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it is actually, yeah. A group of Sri Lankan asylum seekers being detained on an Australian customs ship is set to be transferred to an onshore detention centre. The ABC understands the 157 asylum seekers will be taken from the Cocos Islands to the Curtin Detention Centre in remote Western Australia. France says it sent a military unit to secure the site of a wreckage of an Algerie flight in Mali. The plane carrying 110 passengers and six crew members has been found close to the border with Burkina Faso. A rapist described by a judge as brutal and callous has lost his appeal to reduce his lengthy jail term for a violent sex, assault, sex attack in Newcastle. The court heard 32-year-old Daniel Paul Keeley had consumed 22 beers before raping the 23-year-old woman at Knife Point in Cooks Hill in July 2011. And a Newcastle inner city residence group has slammed changes to CBD planning controls as a joke and vowed to control, continue its fight to against high-rise towers. After weeks of community protests over plans to allow buildings up to 70 metres high, the planning minister has relented, dropping the height by 10 metres. Next news at three. Thank you, Carol. Dennis, thank you very much. Dennis Malone from the newsroom here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. There certainly will be more news at three. Paul Bevan joining you between three and six this afternoon. Some correspondence for you, Mr Caswell, that's come through to the studio from Ken. And Ken says, it's great to hear Alan Caswell on your show. Sounds like he and I both missed conscription for the same reason. <laughs> Could I request him to play I Don't Like People Much? I think that's what it's called anyway. Cheers, Ken. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Can't see why not. In a bit, right. Yeah. In a bit. <laughs> yeah. In a bit. Well, first I think we, we need to talk about this. He used to give me roses. I wish he could again But that was on the outside The things were different then We built our world together With a love so clear and strong But that was on the outside Where did I go wrong? On the inside the sun still shines And the rain falls down But the sun On the inside, 1979, Alan? Yeah, sure was. 1979. I was in high school and on the radio we had Racy, we had Kiss, we had, I think, M with pop music. Who else did we have? The Knack, My Sharona. Yep. And our heads were really in that fun pop space. And then? And then all of a sudden along you came with that and its associated television series and we were we were gone, trying to get us away from the TV and watching Prisoner. Yeah, and the number of people over the years that have said, I wasn't allowed to, to watch the show, but they let me listen to the song at the end of it. I mean, 
Um, yeah, look, uh, I'm pretty pleased that I wrote that song. I mean, you know, prior to that I had a real job and that was the last real job I ever had. Mm. And, you know, it's been like the career song, the, the song that just when I think it's done its dash, the series will start, like it's on in Sweden at the moment and... and Every time they take it off in England, they get all this protest stuff, so they have to put the show back on. And, <laughs> so do you, you know. get a couple of cents every time it goes to yeah, air? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the only one that makes any money out of it because none of the actors had residual agreements. So they all got ripped off. Apart from Val Lehman, I think she, I don't know. But anyway, um, so they keep showing around the world and none of the actors get paid. Damn. You know? um, but, they, but the songwriter does, you yeah. know, so that's kind of cool. And were you commissioned to write that? Or, or no. Um, it just we, I don't know if we've got time for the story, but basically. Yeah, we, have. Um, yeah, we want the story. Chris Gilby, who, is, who has been, was my publisher for like 18 and a half years, um, he got back from England because he was managing the Saints back in 79, and, and they, he came to set up ATV Northern Songs. So he arrived on the Wednesday and he signed me to a publishing – oh, no, he signed me to a publishing ca- contract on the Wednesday – Thursday, he was having lunch with the people from Grundy's. They were friends of his. And he said, are you looking for any music? And they said, no, we've got this show called Prisoner, but we're going to use Unchained Melody as the song. So Chris, being a good publisher, said, geez, I hope you've got a big wallet. <laughs> oh, why? Is it going to cost us a lot? Oh, it'll cost you a fortune. You're better off be getting six, your own song six written. Six right? on that, yeah. So he said, well, have you got anyone in mind that can do it? I said, yeah, I've got just the guy, right? So, so I got a script for the pilot episode um, of the show, on the Friday, and I had a gig on the Saturday. So on the Sunday, I sat down and wrote it in 45 minutes. Right? Um, it was so the you most put lu- some effort in it. Most lucrative 45 minutes of my life. Anyway, I did this really, really um, high-class demo on a, on a mono cassette player with a $100 nylon string guitar, which is all I had. And Chris hadn't set his office up yet. So he didn't even have a cassette player. Cassettes, they had cassettes in the 70s. I don't know. Morgan. Morgan's eyes Mor- Morgan's seen one in a He's museum. seen one in a museum, right? Yeah. Anyway, so um, he just handed the cassette over to the people from Grundy's and um, they said, what's it like? And he said, oh, I think it's the best thing that Alan's ever written. Anyway, I was in the studio about a week later doing some demos and he said, you better do that prisoner thing because they want to send it to Melbourne for final approval. A week later, I was in the studio with Lynn Hamilton playing guitar for her, and um, she got halfway through it and burst into tears. So I thought, oh, she's obviously got the gig because she just—it was just the right voice, the right person to sing it, and and she only she only took it on because she was a single mother and it was getting near Christmas, and her son wanted this bike that was going to cost two hundred bucks. And um, stop it. And and RCA You're said, look, we'll pay hard. we'll pay you two hundred dollars if you if you do this demo. <laughs> That's what started it. Anyway, Lynn's out of the music business now, and she's got her own church. She's a minister. She's got her own church up in in on on the Gold Coast in Queensland, and she credits on the inside for uh, as God's way of giving her a profile so she could do her work. Oh, you know, so fantastic. So it's, it's he works lot, in mysterious and, ways. And, and seriously, that's as short as I can make the story because it goes on forever. You know. <laughs> But you did ask. 1979, again, when you think about all of the music that was in that, I've just got a top 40 for 1979 up and on the inside still sits there on whatever this chart was. The top 25 singles for 1979 in Australia. Number one was Lady of Love on Me by Racy. I Was Made for Loving You, Kiss, Heart of Glass, Blondie. You loving this little bit of musical history, mm. Morgan? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy is in there, Le Freak, My Sharona, as I mentioned. Uh, up there, Kazali came in that year too. Uh, Baby, it's you. Promises. Remember, and on the inside. And on the inside at number twenty-three. Yeah. So yeah, it, it kicked over number one in UK, didn't it? 
No, I got to number three in the UK because Lynn got back from doing Top of the Pops and she said, we're number three, but we won't get to number one because Madonna's going to be number one. I said, hang on, did you hear what you just said? Not only are you in a position to worry where Madonna's going to be, she's got to worry about you. You (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I loved it, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, the thing was... And that was about the first song I ever had recorded. And, and you know, it goes straight to number one. I thought, this is easy. How are you going to be? 15 years later, I realised how tough, <laughs> tough it actually was. But, yeah, it's been a great song. I mean, I've had so many versions done. One of my favourites was The Living End. The Living End recorded on their first, e- they did a, a, an EP. That yeah. was their first recording. Yeah. My producer and, has just said that that's how he first came across the song. Yeah. Well, because he's younger. Well, I, me, I had to go. Too. I <laughs> had to buy cop, extra copies of the Living End version to give to my my daughters so they could take it to primary school to show so, show their kids because none of their kids would believe that their father had written a song for Living End. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been some. You know, I have a. I used to have a. a, a a tape of the worst versions of it. Yeah, fantastic. we used to we used to play it at parties. It was hilarious. <laughs> it? I do have a worst one, but I'm not going to mention it because <laughs> the people involved are fairly well known. Yeah. Uh huh. Is, is that another one of those stories about court cases? No, no. no, no. We'll get to no, that. Okay. The court case um, is over this song, as, as a matter of fact. You know, so over that song on the inside. Said, yeah. yeah, because um, okay, you've just heard the song. Hmm. Well. Um, a few years, oh, 10 years ago now, um, we heard a Christmas song by Alabama, you know, the American country band, hmm. um, called Christmas in Dixie, which was a big hit, and it goes like this. By now in New York City, there's snow on the ground, and out in California, the sun is pouring down And maybe down in Memphis Graceland's all in light And in Atlanta, Georgia There's peace on earth tonight Christmas in Dixie It's snowing in the pines Merry Christmas from Dixie And peace on earth tonight Yeah, etc. You know, so... And we thought they sounded a bit similar, (laughs) Um, So I've been chasing... um, Sony ATV were my publishing company um, and they they hired a musicologist who who agreed with with me that it sounded a bit too too you know that that, that song was based on it. It was written three years after Prisoner was shown in in America. And Patty Page had a hit with it on the country charts. Anyway, so the musicologist said um, said that was you know he, he thought that that it was a rip off too. And then nothing happened. And then we found out that Sony, as a corporation, also published the other song. So, so they wouldn't do anything because they, because they were the offending party as well as the um, as well as the injured party. So, but Al and I were talking about it earlier on, and one of the the great joys of being a bit older is you've got plenty of time to be a pain in the neck to people. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear, and it, it, it's Nick, my producer, has just been having a look through 
uh, the YouTube pages and so on as well. I think I've got a different one up to Nick, but um, the first comment on the page that he's had a look at says, this reminds me of the Prisoner TV <laughs> yes. theme. And, and this one, he, so when, yours was 1979, Alabama's Christmas 83. 83. And this comment, which was just a few weeks ago on the particular page I'm looking at, it's a great song, but it's just sad that the music was written by Alan Caswell and is sung by Lynn Hamilton as the theme song for the Australian TV series Prisoner. It was originally called On the Inside. Check it out here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've just recorded um, a medley of the two songs <laughs> as part of the fun, because we actually lost the case, so we're appealing it. So to raise money for the appeal, I've, uh, uh, part of the thing is I've recorded, um, recorded it as a medley and it goes seamlessly from one song to the other. On what grounds? What, what is the logic for you to have lost that case? Because, um, because I think it people... wasn't about the plagiarism. Um, it was basically... Uh, I was suing Sony because they took no action on my behalf and it said in the contract that they were supposed to. Um, and the reason they took no action, of course, because would they... Could, was because they would be suing themselves. Um, and what you would normally do in a situation like that is sit around a table and work out a settlement. And, and we mm. thought that was probably what was going to happen, but we kept going until we got to the Supreme Court. And it was weird. It was like Alice in, in Wonderland. I didn't understand any of it. They weren't even speaking English, you know. So, and, um, and that's well, what where you do? come what from. The, what yeah. they proved was there was a clause in the contract which they lost. They can't find the original contract, but there was a clause that said um, it was at their discretion whether they took action or not. And they argued that um, there wasn't enough money to be made because of the statute of limitations in America. So they couldn't... Um, and they got a second musicologist, a guy over in America, who, who they said must be a better musicologist because he's American, and the judge bought that, it, despite the fact he said, um, I don't know what a musicologist is. And I said, well, a biologist is an expert on biology, so I thought well, maybe a musicologist is an expert on music. It's just a theory, you know. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, all. Putting all those things together, they decided that it was it was quite quite okay for for uh, um, Sony to take no action on my my behalf. Um, well, because the company would have to essentially sue itself, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, but that didn't come into it. And and the thing is, ha- you know, base- basically under American law, which is where this would be, for, it's illegal to sue yourself. You can't do it. So anyway, so we're appealing, but I have to raise the money. So 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 we've got the. Uh, so the, all you ABC got, listeners out got there, the just, uh, don't be scared. Protest songs. You, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can go to that thing where you can download music and pay for it. But yeah. You can't. Oh, I can't. Be, you can't mention the name of the thing, can you? You mean it's no. on iTunes? Yeah, it's on iTunes. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can do anything. We're it's not called Chris, to Christmas in Dixie slash on the inside medley, yeah. and um, and and it's part of an album I'm doing at the moment called um, uh, Sometimes When You Lose You Win. <laughs> and and it's got a, another song uh, alluding to my relationship with Sony called Just Like Big Tobacco. So it's uh, <laughs> we, so we should say what you mean, Alan. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Alan oh, oh. Caswell, are you at peace with your re- curious relationship with the music well, look, industry? They, they yet? don't they don't even know know it yet. But I mean, when South got kicked out of the competition, I was declared the Bob Dylan of Redfern by the by the Daily Telegraph because I used to write all the protest songs and uh, you know stood up in front of 80,000 people and sang a song called You Bastards of, of, of Ruining My Life about the Murdochs, you know. So it was kind of <laughs> like, you know, 
it's in my area now. I get to I get to sing about it, write about it, make fun of them as often as possible. And I intend to because they need to be embarrassed. It's the only way they're going to do anything, you know. So, so who writes a good old fashioned protest song anymore besides Alan Caswell? Oh, gee, even Bob Dylan doesn't do it anymore, does he? Yeah, it's hard to you know. It's hard to um, write songs about um, you know the, the, the plight of the poor working class person when you're a billionaire you know so yeah. it's kind of um, yeah. it, it, in my case as I said to my lawyers it, you know because because having lost the case I mean I think um they were awarded costs of I think about seven hundred thousand dollars and by the time the appeal's over I'm gonna owe them about a million if I lose it fantastic know. let's get it up to a million yeah you can, let's get up to a million because here's another two and a half cents I'm a songwriter I wouldn't know if I was bankrupt or not <laughs> helping the tally a little bit anyway <laughs> What do you got for us, Morgan? Yeah, play something sensible. I'm scared. <laughs> no, don't be scared. <laughs> I was excited. Now I'm just scared. Yeah. <laughs> you've got you've got another forty years of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Wait till you hear Joe's stories next week. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. I'll be tuning in. Oh, and I recorded James Rain yesterday too. Yes. <laughs> Could you understand anything he said? Yes, he speaks beautifully. But he's got some of those stories too, right? Oh, yeah. Some of, I, I have to carefully edit before James goes to and work. I, I don't want to worry you, Morgan, but you're going to have stories like that too. <laughs> you just haven't got them yet. You know? So what's the moral of the story? Is there? Is there? Did we learn anything? Um, yeah. Mor- moral of the story. Make sure your accountant is really a friend. Or you work it up to where I am now where... Um, I'm published by Alan Caswell Music, and they don't give me much in the way of advances, but I, I can trust them. <laughs> <laughs> own it all, man. You know, own everything. That's the key to it. You know, so. Cool. Oh, I'm published by Morgan Evans Music too. So Good. Well done. Maybe I did learn something. Yeah, you know, you did. Now you nailed it. <laughs> you got nothing to worry about now, Malcolm. Nothing. You have to see yourself. Now you can't. Right. It's all right. <laughs> well, speaking of song ownership, this is the. Uh, the only song on my album that I wrote entirely by myself. Cool. <laughs> so good. I'm going to play that for you. It seems like a timely one. We're going to play it this tonight. Um, it's, it's, about, um, it's about this. It's called Childhood Heart. Town where you only get what you give. Turned 18 and I moved on out. Man, that's just what you did. And I chased after the city lights, tried to make me alive. Found myself an honest job and one I could make my wife. But tonight while I drive, Back across that line, I see it flash before my eyes. All the dreams that I had, all the best laid plans that seem to fade. Weary with time, my childhood heart starts to beat again. Yeah, my childhood heart never. All the things that he's done, all the women he's loved, all the sights that he's seen. 
seen I only ever dreamed of And I feel a rumble deep down in my chest And I look at my life and tell myself it's for the best Let it lead the rest Oh, but every time I try to forget In my childhood heart starts to beat again Yeah, my childhood heart never will forget I carry it on, heavy and hard, steady and slow It tears me apart, it's my childhood heart to beat again Yeah, my childhood heart never will forget My childhood heart starts to beat again Yeah, my childhood heart never will forget I carry it on heavy and hard steady and slow Morgan Evans in the studio with us this afternoon on a Friday music show on 12.33 ABC Newcastle. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to come in. Say good day. It was great. It's and, always and lovely you to can have you be, You can be nostalgic even when you're not old. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it works. <laughs> uh, uh, so you, that's the, the only one you wrote yourself on the album, but or by yourself. So yeah. you've obviously written with a whole pile of different guys for this album. So Yeah, there's a bunch of co- – I wrote 10 of the songs on there over yeah. the 12, but um, that was the only one that I sat down in my own room and wrote by yeah. myself. So yeah. who are the other guys you were writing with? Um, there's some sort of big, bigger songwriters, like blokes like Jeffrey Steele and, and Brett James and then other sort of younger songwriters over there in Nashville and Australia, Mark Wells, obviously, a local fella, and yep. um, just people that you click with, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And, and If it works, it works, I think. Do you think. feel a closer connection to the one that you just wrote by yourself, do you think? Um, maybe not, not really. I mean, at this point, once it's mm. recorded already, but, um, I mean, there's definitely a lyrical sort of accuracy that's <laughs> closer there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember uh, way back when I was working with an artist called Steve Gibson. Um, we, were strugg- yeah. we were struggling with the lyrics, so we sent it off to Alan. Yeah. Said, Next day, the lyrics came back. Mm. It only takes a day. Well, I, I've always... <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> you know, I co- co-write lots of songs, yeah. you know, and I, I write way too many songs. But what, what have you published now? About a thousand? Yeah. 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 But... Um, Overachiever much? Oh, no, it's over a long period of time. <laughs> I'm old. You know, but um, I've always preferred to write with the artist rather than for the artist, mm. you know, for exactly that reason. Yeah. It's because that way when the, when the artists sing in the songs, it's about them, it's about their experiences. I mean, I just become like the bricklayer who makes sure it all, yeah. all fits, you know. You're, you're mixing up the dirt. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, Rue Arcus, who's, who's a great singer, um, he just got back from Nashville with this new album. There's a song on, on there that we wrote about him. Hmm. And, and it, he sent it to me, and it sounds great. And it's just like he sings it really convincingly because he gets it because he wrote the song with me. You know? yeah. And that's, that's for me. I mean, I'm a career songwriter. Writing songs is what I do. I mean, I make my own albums, but that's, that's just because I like doing it. Um, 
It's but, almost a luxury, isn't it? Yeah, but my main yeah. career is writing songs for, for other people and, yeah. uh, and I'd much rather write with them, you know? Yeah. Which is, is why you come up with a song called I Hate People. No, I don't like people much. <laughs> this is one of the things we've talked about on your previous visits to the studio, Morgan, isn't it? About working with other people, about yeah. working with people who may have written some incredibly well-known songs, mm. but you might not know their name. Yeah. Well, I well mean, he wrote with me and he didn't know who I was. <laughs> <laughs> I tracked Alan down at the Golden Guitars this year, yeah. actually. And yeah, yeah. It, there, it yeah. was funny. I, I had the job, because I'm on the board of the Sam Double, I had the job of making sure that, that the right trophy was given to the right person, <laughs> which we thought was good. How'd you and, do? And, oh, well, I was okay till Morgan interrupted me to see if I wanted to write down. <laughs> no, well, we see did. this young man here. We love him, <laughs> no, so you no, take good care of No, I can understand that. No, look, Morgan's like really – sorry – Morgan's really nailing it, you know, and I mean, he's doing great. And that's why I wanted to write with him, you know, because I'm, you know, I like to get, get songs on people's albums that are actually going to sell. Mm. You, know, <laughs> you make more money yeah, that the way. the others so. are called duds, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We want to hear that song, you know that, don't you? Oh, all right. Yeah, Ken, was it Ken? Ken with his... Ken wanted to hear this. We actually, um, I've just recorded it for the first time. It, it was on the short list of um, songs for about... The last five albums I've done, and it and it was always too out there to to, to record, but it fits nicely on my protest album. So it's <laughs> um, uh, Ken's obviously heard it. It's a bit different, Ken. <laughs> I don't like people with closed down minds to treat you what you say like a waste of their time. I don't like bigots of any kind And I don't like people much I don't like people who chop down trees Who careless and callous and do as they please I don't like people who honk at me And I don't like people much People I like don't talk too loud They're not scared to stand up and stand out from the crowd Those kind of people can make me feel proud The people with a common touch People I like seem to understand Look you straight in the eye when they shake your hand and When that line gets drawn in the sound That people like and trust But I don't like people much And I don't like people with their hearts kicked in By creeps who'll do anything as long as they win Like hate other people for the color of their skin I don't like people much And I don't like people so politically correct They stifle discussion and show no respect For the ideas of people they're meant to protect I don't like people much People I like don't talk too loud They're not scared to stand up and stand out from the crowd those kind of people can make me feel proud The people with a common touch People I like seem to understand Look you straight in the eye when they shake your hand And when that line gets drawn in the sand They're people I can trust But I don't like people much People I like don't talk too loud They're not scared to stand up and stand out from the crowd those kind of people can make me feel proud The people with a common touch People like I like seem to understand Look you straight in the eye when they shake your hand And when that line gets drawn in the sand They're people I can trust But I don't like people much
I love it. <laughs> so you've just recorded that, Alan? Yeah. yeah okay. We're just in the middle of recording it at the moment. All right. So. When it's done, can you send it to us so we can play it on the radio station? Sure, certainly. Wonderful. Uh, are you playing locally? What's going on? No, I just I just came up to hang out with my friends and I'm going back tonight. Back you to are, the Blue Mountains where you, I belong. Oh, love the Blue Mountains. <laughs> so do I. That's why I live there. <laughs> you are welcome to come and hang out here anytime, but I know that you're back for a couple of shows, September down the coast and November back in our hood. We might try and catch up again Great. Then. Okay, cool. And Morgan tonight at Western New Lambton on more of your crazy tour all over the place. Yeah, well, it's an exciting one for us because we get to come home and show everyone what we've been doing. Yeah, but then you're aren't you doing Young tomorrow night or something Oh, stupid? we're out of here. I'm, yeah. actually, I'm actually singing the American National Anthem at the ice hockey tomorrow. Night. Oh, good cool. <laughs> That's, That's cool. Strangest gig. Alan Caswell, thank you so much. Thanks Morgan Evans, me. thank you. Mark Tinson, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.